Strap in. You're listening to The Walt Blackman Show, the show that brings you hardcore conservative straight talk. Welcome to the No PC Zone. Well, 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 hello, everybody. It's Walt Blackman. I hope you're having a great and wonderful Tuesday, February the 7th. We're going to be talking about what's going on. And uh, I really want to know who are the racist, as the left says. We're going to be talking about that and more here on the Walt Blackman Show. So go ahead and buckle up. And get ready for the No PC Zone here on the Wall Blackman Show. Well, 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 as you know, I got to pay the bills. So if you want to check out some of my old podcasts, please don't hesitate. Go to www.buzzsprout.com. That's www.buzzsprout.com. Or you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. In any event, you're looking for a mediator to handle some of those issues you may be having Make sure you reach out to WB Consulting LLC, family, divorce, and a business mediation firm. They offer a wide range of mediation services to help you resolve your disputes quickly and affordably. With their team of experts, (laughs) that's mediators, they can help you achieve a resolution in a fraction of the time and the cost of going to Corp. You can reach them at 888-341-587 or just send them a friendly fax at 928-563-0032. That's WB Mediation and Consulting LLC, a family divorce and business mediation firm. All right, everybody, let's go ahead and get started. And, uh, you know, uh, I like to, you know, this is uh, this month as many people know, is, is uh, black history month, you know, and I, and I've already told said, you know, my feelings of black history month. And, you know, I think we should be celebrating uh, heroes of all demographic backgrounds, not just pick out a particular month or day for one, because that continues to perpetuate the, um, the story of segregation that is led by the left. As I talked about uh, yesterday in my, in my, uh, in my podcast. So here's the deal, you know, I want to explore, you know, who are the real racist? Because, because the left throws that word around like it's ketchup or crackers, or what have you, not crackers, crackers. You know what I mean. Now, every single day, someone uh, prominent in, you know, on the left, a politician, a cable news host, uh, entertainment figure, accuses someone on the right of being racist. 
Now, here's some here's some typical examples. Now, MSNBC host Chris Matthews said, and this is a quote, uh, the age of Jim Crow managed to find a new habitat in the 21st century Republican Party. Now, comedian Steph Myers told his late night audience that Republicans traffic in open racism. Tennessee State Representative London LeMayer, a black woman, announced that the entire state of Tennessee is racist, period. The entire state, every single person is racist in the entire state of Tennessee. Now, this was just after she was elected to the Tennessee State House, that everybody is racist. I don't know how you pulled that off. You know, I'd, I'd like to know that one, but I don't know how you pull that off. The left calling the right racist isn't new. We've seen this all the time. It's been going on for decades. And it's a way for them to perpetuate their narrative, their rhetoric on the right because of things that the left has done, historically speaking. Now, as I said in some of my podcasts before, we all know that the Emancipation Proclamation was Drafted uh, an ideal that came from a Republican president, President Lincoln. We know that every single Democrat in the House at that time was opposed to the Emancipation Proclamation. We know that Jim Crow was started by the Democrat Party. We know that these programs, slavery, segregation, so on and so forth, the oppression of black Americans were initiated by the Democrat Party. That is a fact. That is nothing new. Now, Republicans, uh, Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, um, uh, Bush, uh, his son, George Bush, were all accused of being racist. And of course, from the left's perspective, racist is essentially Donald Trump's middle name. Now, to call someone racist is a very serious charge. A racist is a person who believes that one race is inherently superior or inferior to another. It's not intelligence, character, or value that determines an individual's worth. It's his skin color. That is what the definition of a racist is. Now, I want to make something clear. Do we have some people in the Republican Party that are racist or believe in this 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 definition that I have just said, yes, you have races everywhere you go. The Republican Party, the Democrat Party, the Independent Party, what have you, are not free of this cancer that people bring into the party. There are races out there. There are races not only of people of of, of African heritage. Uh, there are there are people who hate Native Americans. There are people who hate Hispanics. There are people. There are black people who don't like white people. So there are racists everywhere you go. But to claim, as this state representative did, Representative Lamar, that every person in the entire state of Tennessee is racist, is generalizing something that is a terrible word to use and a serious charge and puts everybody into one box. 
So no, I do not believe that everybody in the state of Arizona, everybody in the Arizona House of Rep, or every everybody in the Arizona Republican Party, um, or what have you, or the Democrat Party, what are racist? There are some that are out there. Now there are some that are more blatant than others. I've met a few that are racist, and it's unfortunate that they happen to you know belong to the same party I do, but I've met a few racist people in the Democrat party. I've met a few racists that are liberals. I've met a few racists that are on the right. Now to say that racism is foolish and stupid, not to mention evil is to, is to understand or understate the case. But according to the most, to, 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 to most Democrat Republicans are stupid and evil. Now, let me let me add something to this. Democrats just don't think that we are stupid and evil. Republicans are stupid and evil. evil. They just think that we are dumb because of things that some of us do to each other in the Republican Party. And sometimes those folks in the Republican Party, will their, their personal biases will bubble up. And then they see that in the Democrats. What do they do? They take advantage of that and they use it and they run that on the airways. But to say that Republicans are stupid and evil as a group of people is insulting. However, we will hear most of the narrative that is coming out of the Democrat party is coming out of some of these prominent people. As I mentioned, comedians, uh, uh, well-known entertainers, so on and so forth, that the Republicans are stupid and evil. So let's examine some conservative policies Okay, let's examine some, some 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 conservative policies to see if they are indeed racist. It, and, and if they are, then the left has a valid complaint. And if they're not, then the left is lying. Okay, so there there's no in between. So the longstanding com, uh, conservative uh, position on uh, affirmative action is a good place to start. Now, it was a Democrat president, John F. Kennedy, who in 1961 first used the term affirmative action. But affirmative action, in the way we think it is now, wasn't implemented until 1970. And that was during a Republican president. And that president was Richard M. Nixon. Now, I, for one, as you know, personally am against affirmative action. And um, I am against affirmative action, particularly in where we are at now, I'm against that because I don't need someone to give me a push up to a position when I can use my intelligence, I can use my 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 hard work to do that. Now some people will say, "Well, you need affirmative action just to to break uh the, you know, break through the uh the wall of, of what have you, the wall of racism, the perceived racism. But I, I'm one that don't, I don't believe in affirmative, in affirmative action. I think it is, it is a policy that should, should not even be on the books anymore. Now the theory was that because of historical discriminations, blacks were at a competitive disadvantage to other races and ethnicities. Now, it's obvious that I was not back in the 1800s or the early turn of the century uh, when a lot of this took place, Jim Crow and all these and all these things took place. 
But we have many, many heroes in the black community that thrived during those times. Now, was affirmative action needed then? Yeah, I believe it was. But to say that blacks are at a competitive disadvantage in 2023 is a misrepresentation of the mental capacity that black Americans have to offer uh, America. Now, to erase that disadvantages, standards that must that most blacks presumably could not meet had to be lowered. And that is that is the key reason why I do not like affirmative action. And I will say it again. To me, affirmative action is a disadvantage of standards that that blacks presumably could not meet. And the standards had to be lowered. So, for example, if I wanted to be a doctor and I didn't have the mental capacity to pass the tests, to pass the, uh, the, the medical tests and to go through school to be a doctor, then guess what? Maybe I should either do one or two things. I should study harder so I can be a doctor or I need to choose a profession that I can excel in. Lowering the standard so someone can meet that capacity is the wrong answer. That is the the main reason why I am against affirmative action. There was a couple of years ago, or not a couple of years ago, there was some time ago when President, former President Barack Obama made it had an executive order to where blacks had to be, there had to be more blacks as pilots. Now, I don't care what color you are, what size you are, what you believe. If you are a pilot and I'm on that aircraft, I want you had better know how to fly. And I don't want you up there simply because of your ethnic background. Now, one can make the case that the policy that I was talking about had some utility to it when it was first put in place. And as I said, back in the early turn of the century, but that was a long time ago, ladies and gentlemen, and the conservative position is that blacks have repeatedly proven that they can compete with anyone without the benefit of lowering standards. Let's talk about uh, Dr. Ben Carson. Let's talk about uh, 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 military leaders like Colin Powell. Chappy James, four-star generals, people that I served with, General Dana Patar. You know, there are many, many, many black Americans that have repeatedly proven that we can, without the benefits of lowering standard, achieve what we need to achieve. There are countless examples, as I named, of black success in every field and at every level. And that's why I believe the policy is no longer needed. It's no longer necessary to have affirmative action when we've had all these breakthroughs. Now, if we've had, if we were still at the turn of the century, again, I got it. Now, the conservative argument goes further, in my opinion. Study after study shows that in cases of college admission, affirmative actions hurts more blacks than it helps, believe it or not. And you may be asking yourself, well, why would that hurt blacks from getting into college? Well, I'll tell you, by lowering the admission standards for blacks and some 
other minority students, colleges have set many of these students up for failure. They get placed in schools for which they are not prepared and high black dropout rates confirm this view. All you got to do is look at the data. How could it be otherwise? If academically unprepared white students were admitted to an Ivy League school, they too would be set up for failure. So when we lower the standards in colleges and universities to to, to get black kids in these colleges simply because there is a number quota that has to be reached, we are not only hurting that student, we are hurting the future of America. If a child cannot pass the academic standards to get into a college that has a standard of whatever that standard is, then that child should not be admitted into that school, regardless of the color of their skin or their gender. Now, conservatives also believe that blacks and other minorities are every bit as capable as whites of succeeding as engineers, surgeons, policemen, uh, businessmen, lawyers, college students, and therefore lowering standards for blacks is unnecessary. And it's insulting to me and other. Now, now yet for, for this belief, conservatives are called racist. Well, think about that. Conservatives believe blacks and other minorities are at every bit capable as their white counterparts to succeeding in life and professional skills, professional jobs. And I've named those jobs. And that and that lowering the standard to 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 institutions or to jobs or what have you, lowering those standards set that person or student up for failure. So instead of setting them up for failure or wasting taxpayer dollars, when conservatives come out and say, listen, this is this isn't uh, this isn't working. Why are conservatives called racist and why? Well, I ask you, why are blacks who are successful called sellouts? Am I a sellout because I have succeeded in life? Are, are, Are whites in the Republican Party called racist because they believe that a system like affirmative action not only hurts black Americans or other minorities, but also is very insulting to the very person that you are trying to quote unquote lift up? Now, the irony, of course, is that those who accuse conservatives of being racist believe blacks and other minorities are not capable as whites. Think about that. Think about that. When you put a standard up and you say, well, you know, we're going to lower the standard for you because we don't really think that you have the capability to uh, compete and get into this school. You are really dumb, for real. That is dumb. And, 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 and these are the people that are saying that conservatives are racist. They accuse conservatives of being racist. Because they, because they have put in the narrative that blacks aren't capable as whites of succeeding and therefore still need affirmative action. 
we need affirmative action because uh, we we need it because our poor poor black people cannot succeed. That's insane, and it's it's insulting. It's insulting. Now, this affirmative action has been in place for almost half a century after it was first implemented. And it is still going strong in 2023. Let's look at another issue where where this contrast between conservatives and those who accuse them of being racist is even more starkly drawn. And that is voter ID. Yes, this is one that I've even argued on the floor of the Arizona House of Representatives as when we had Democrats trying to say, and one person stood up in the House, a Democrat, and said that blacks need help voting because they don't have ID. Now, I don't know about other people, but I've got tons of of ID. And if you don't have ID, it's not hard to good. Conservatives say America should require every voter to present an ID when voting. I believe in that. Now, just as European countries do to help keep their elections honest. Now, elections and being honest integrity, that's a whole different story. So don't get beat up about that right now. However, are all these democracies in Europe racist because they require a voter to have ID when voting? Of course not. They're not all racist. Yet the accusers say that conservatives who support voter ID are racist. Now, why do they say this? Well, you know, because they argue it's it's really a ruse to prevent blacks and other minorities from voting. We don't want black people to vote, so let's just say voter ID is suppression. That is racism. And that's their argument. And then they say something that is crazy. It prevents blacks and other minorities from voting since many of them aren't capable of voting. Acquiring an ID. You are really dumb. For real. Can you get any more condescending than that? Can you? You know, let's let's be real, America. Let's be real for the people that are listening to this. You need an ID to drive, to fly, to buy beer, uh, even to purchase some some medicine, cold medicines. Whites can do it, but blacks can't. Tell me again who's racist and whose agenda is pushing for this type of policy. The left. You know, another example is that conservatives who push for school choice which would allow all parents, not just wealthy ones, to decide where their kids go to school or attend school, tuition vouchers 
to start uh, charter schools. Uh, these are conservative initiatives. We know that. Now, those on the left fight these reforms at every turn. And it's the left that doesn't trust minority parents to select appropriate schools for their children. You don't have the wherewithal to pick the proper school for your black child. So we as a state and a group of individuals who want to see the uplifting of black children and black families, we will choose for you. What? You're telling me that if a person, a parent wants to put their kid in a better environment for learning that tuition vouchers, charter schools are not an option because the left wants these reforms to stay in place. It's insulting. It's the left that doesn't trust minority parents. You take all the politics away from this. It is the left that doesn't trust the parent, the minority parent. Why aren't the people who keep black children in failing schools racist? Why aren't they? Now, I like to read, and I've, I've read a lot of books. I've read uh, the biography of Malcolm X. And there is a passage in um, the early part of the book. Uh, he's in school. Um, and believe it or not, Malcolm X, this is after his family was separated and he was put into the state care system. And believe it or not, Malcolm X was the smartest in his class. He was, he was in fifth grade, I believe, or sixth grade. He was the smartest in his class. He had the highest marks in his class. He was in a white-only class where he was the only black person. And his teacher asked him, what do you want to be when you grow up? And Malcolm X said he would like to be a lawyer. His teacher, who happened to be a Democrat, said, no, you need to choose something that is more your skills. Why don't you be a carpenter? Why don't you be a horseshoe maker? Why don't you work in the fields? And Malcolm X replied and said, no, I want to be a lawyer. And then the person replied back, you know that niggers cannot be lawyers. That pierces your heart. The policies that are put in place on the Democrat side, which is the left, are policies that have hurt black America for centuries. The policies of Jim Crow, the policies of affirmative action, the policies of separate but equal have hurt black America. The policies to segregate the federal government after 
Reconstruction and black lawmakers were elected for the first time to the United States House of Representatives and to the United States Senate that stripped them of their elected privileges and sent them back home. And it wasn't until another 75 years that the first black showed up in Washington, D.C. These are policies that have been implemented, put in place by the left, by the Democrat Party. And as much as they will say and try to um, tell you that uh, the party flipped, uh, it, it, it's not really the Democrat. I mean, as much as they will tell you that, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, it is the Democrat Party that initiated these awful, awful policies and that have hurt Black Americans. When we look at the welfare system, the great society of LBJ, a Democrat president, and he is known for saying, if I can get blacks on board with this, I'll have those niggers voting for centuries. And what did I do that broke up the black family. Those are things that need to be told. Now it's black history month. I don't hear those stories out there. I don't hear the left taking responsibility for their failed policies in the black community. And I think it's time that they do. This is Walt Blackman. I hope you enjoyed that segment of the Walt Blackman Show. Have a great and wonderful day. And again, ladies and gentlemen, if you are looking for mediation help, stop no further. Go no further than WB Consulting LLC, a family divorce and business mediation firm. And they, their team of expert mediators, will achieve a resolution in a fraction of the time to help you with your issues. This is Walt Blackman. We'll see you tomorrow. Let's stay tuned and let's make sure that we are knowledgeable because what? Knowledge is power. Strap in. You're listening to The Walt Blackman Show, the show that brings you hardcore conservative straight talk. Welcome to the No PC Zone.